maybe I'll use this audio for a theme song. I honestly think that could work. You just like get some royalty-free music underneath there and have have a little a little fun with it, and you know. Hey, people, let's people and let's it. leave in. I think let's leave in that part too. That's great. Welcome to another fantastic episode of the TV Nopes podcast, a uh, comedic discussion on bad internet criticism of media using a TV Tropes page that shouldn't exist as a jumping off point. Uh, And today we've got uh, two firsts. We have uh, our first returning guest. We've got the wonderful comedian, friend, and creative producer for uh, Will Smith's production company, Brandon Scott Wolf. Wow, thank you so much for having me again. I didn't know I was the first returning guest. This is an honor, and I'm very excited to talk about our topic today, which yes. is, I don't want to be too ambiguous about it, but, you know, it's, it's a good one. A lot of you are going to really appreciate that 10 seconds from now. Rewind. Rewind quick. Well, no, wait, not yet. Well, now it's going to be more than 10 seconds. All right, well, when you understand you'll want to rewind and catch it. This is like The Prestige. You need to rewatch it. Um, Our page today is not The Prestige, so that's our other first. For the first time, uh, we are not covering a Media Properties TV Tropes page. We are covering a Tropes page itself, Uh, a Tropes page that shouldn't exist because it is the ambiguously Jewish Tropes page, um, which I would say uh, the more you read it, the more you see that it doesn't need to exist because they seem to just fill it as much as they could uh, with people who are not at all ambiguously Jewish. Uh, And also, uh, what a weird way to name a page that's essentially like, well, these characters were greedy. It's it's Jewish tropes. And, you know, when when you go down that avenue for any background, uh, it's going to be... You know, light, lightly to um, full-on racism slash uh, bigotry. I, I think that's yeah. what we're going to dive into today. But it's okay. Uh, I'll out myself. I am Jewish, ambiguously Jewish. Uh, you know, uh, so Not I think you got, you got the yeah. right guy. You hear my voice. Everyone out there hears yeah. my voice. You could have made that assumption beforehand. But again, that's one of the tropes that we're probably going to dive into. Yes, I'm also uh, Jewish, as was aware um if you when you my i'm so jewish when you heard this if you weren't circumcised your foreskin disappeared sorry i'm getting lawsuits that's incredibly jewish that is magically jewish that's like the jewish that jk rowling would have put into harry potter if jews existed in that world yes which they remember that's a callback to uh the pilot episode of tv nopes which brandon uh helped ship off to see uh, because we learned that there was exactly one Jewish student at Hogwarts that J.K. Rowling knows about. There might be others she is not aware of, because I guess she found this book, like, in her attic or something. And I bet and then, you there are some ambiguously Jewish tropes in Harry Potter, if you follow that one character, who I believe is nameless. <clears throat> she doesn't even know. She's like, there's one oh, out there. Oh, it's Anthony Goldstein. Anthony Goldstein. Anthony Goldstein. When they had Christmas yeah. time, he um, just went to the movies by himself at Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't show you what Anthony Goldstein, like all the other students or something. I know it's Luke Monez. 
uh, funny, wonderful comedian and friend Luke Monez has a joke about uh, how they sell, how they for some reason have like half an hour of Christmas in every Harry Potter movie, and they're just like, why would his joke? It's like you know, like why would you care about Jesus? If Jesus showed up, they'd be like, we learned to do that stuff in like third grade. And he's like, I can multiply food. They're like, that's what the cafeteria workers are doing now. It's a great, that's a great point and a very good bit. Because like, yeah, what, if, I don't want to be like blasphemous or offend the listeners, but. Uh-oh. Yeah, water to wine, that is like first grade level shit, right? That's not anything yeah, that's impressive. Easy. I guess that's like really his bit and it's right. I always think you about think... the weird part of Hogwarts. Um, my my friend Matt Rain, who is doing comedy in New York, stand up and whatnot. Uh, he always talked about why is one fourth of the school evil? That's just like yeah, <laughs> that's just bizarre. They're like, and they're the evil kids. These are the kids that have guns. Uh, so why are you arming them? Why is that a part? No, of No, that's Potter? like uh, you know, every college has a business school, right? That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> and you know. Business school is probably somewhere on the ambiguously Jewish tropes page, which... Oh, I'm sure. I do love that they titled it ambiguously Jewish tropes, because if they just called it Jewish tropes, everyone would be like, ugh. Ambiguous. It's ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, I, Who could say? I will say one thing that stood out to me immediately when you like hit me up and you were like, hey, would you like to come back on the show? I'm thinking about doing this topic. I went to this page, and I already brought it to your attention, but, like, right at the bottom of the page before it gets into examples, it says, if a character is non-human and displays stereotypical Jewish behavior, it's space Jews. Space Jews. Jews in space. Absolutely incredible that I've never even thought about it. It was, like, literally kind of like what you were saying. If there is a character that is greedy or someone who doesn't want to, like, share they're a space Jew, which is like yeah. the characters from Star Wars who like have pod racing parts, but don't want to give them to the person who needs it. And it's just like, nah, these are my pod yeah. racing parts. And it's just like, uh, yeah, that is, I guess, a space Jew. Griffin Newman's friend Watto. Yeah, space Jew. Uh, yeah, Star Wars. Just, uh, and what's that, with all these that, laser swords? That, that, really? That is his friend Watto, huh? Yeah, they're never Griffin in the same Newman's... room together, though. Which no, is no, bizarre. no. Yeah, no. He always he he when we were doing a wooga over the uh, over the last year or so, uh, he would always uh, stay. He was holding the phone, I think. Right. Check that out. That's hey, I'll plug that right now. Go to Griffin Newman's Instagram page. We did like an entire year, like a year's worth of uh, Instagram live streams that are all archived there. So you know, if you're looking for something to do. And you want to hear people uh, deep in the middle of the pandemic and having no idea when vaccinations would come. It's fun to relive that part of our lives, right? Um, I do actually sometimes think about the first couple weeks of the pandemic and think about how, like, oh, this will be over in a couple weeks. Like, the air might be poison. It became very – and, yes, it is, you know, a a disease that is still, you know – kind of out there in a way where like i mean it's fully out there but like the delta variant is now up and about yeah people are like scared again but there was a momentary lull for the folks who got vaccinated where it was like oh we can see our friends we can do this but there was like the first week where i was like can i go outside and breathe the air like i knew nothing 
about no no one knew anything everyone was wiping down their dishes their uh groceries like really hard and then everyone was like and then they were like like it was like six months and they were like you don't really have to do that and then everyone was like good because we haven't been doing it for like three months at least anyway the laziness kind of showed it like poked through we all were like like... scrubbing our groceries with wet wipes and then like a good month before they were like by the way you don't need to do that we were like that's nice to hear because we definitely we stopped after week one that got tired i did that for maybe a month maybe yeah three to four grocery trips worth of we got to be careful because if we're not careful we'll die and yeah. knock on wood i haven't yet you know it could happen yes. still Ooh. i mean people it's real i'm gonna have to cut in uh i'm just gonna make an edit point just in case so i have the time marked all right, good. If I need, sorry, if I need to come in and edit over here, no, feel free. And also continue listening to the CDC guidelines, everyone. Yes, they know what's up. Listen to Fauci. Oh, so I don't think you got my dark joke, or maybe I. <laughs> I just skipped by it. I didn't get it. I just skipped by it. We oh, can, that's okay. This will be edited over completely. I'm sure. No, no, no. This will be here. I was implying this is great because now I'm going to explain the thing. I was implying I was marking it just in case when the episode is released. You were not. Oh, and you were like, I'm still alive. In case yeah, I okay, died. I yeah, I get it. That's very upsetting. Maybe I should now. edit over this. Yeah. Never. No, no. Should this I is good. Leave this. Okay. Anxiety is one of these ambiguous Jewish tropes. No one gets to oh, be absolutely. anxious except for the Jews. That's clearly not yeah, correct. Jews but also, anxious. I'm anxious now that you think that that was correct. And please don't. You, I'm the right person to be the guest here because. Exactly. Listen, everyone. There is. A full page of these tropes that are like, should I just pick one out and we should talk about it? Well, I was going to say, so I first I want to real quick read down the description, if that's cool, of the ambiguously Jewish page. And then, yes, let's sounds like you have one in mind. I don't have one in mind, but I'm seeing a bunch and I'm like, I could pick any of these. I mean, this is a whole thing. It says a character who fits Jewish stereotypes possibly played by an actor who is Jewish in real life, but who was never actually stated to be a Jew. In some cases, there's evidence to both sides. Uh, note that Yiddish is a second language. is a clue, but not conclusive, because lots of people say Yiddish stuff. Uh, this is a fun part. Uh, in addition, such a character would often demonstrate stereotypically Jewish appearance and personality traits. Those include being a brainy brunette, a love for books and the written word in general, and a sarcastic wit, often accompanied by self-irony in the past ambiguously jewish characters were often depicted as greedy and cunning but due to the uh, anti-semitic nature today's writers either ignore or at least down but that's a real jump on there's not some writers associate well there is i mean but the wga doesn't have like anti-semitism guidelines that they make they're like hey i mean people not that i'm aware of no i'm in the wga uh, and it has not come up where it's just like hey yeah. here are the guidelines you should bring this. this up at a meeting uh, attention, everyone. I was on uh, TV Tropes with Andrew Taven, and we were doing the ambiguously Jewish page. And uh, I have some questions about the guidelines here. Excuse me. Um, anyway, yes, so you said you had something jump out at you, though. So this is a page, to clarify, this is the trope page. So it lists a bunch of works that supposedly have this trope among anime, among comic books, among movies and TV these are different properties we'll be going through that have characters who, according to strangers on the internet, believe are ambiguously Jewish. So I'll start off with one that I think everyone uh, in the world uh, would love this character. 
it's Aladdin. Oh, sorry. I also want to say, yeah, we'll get into Aladdin. I want to say, uh, sorry to interrupt. This is on the website TV Tropes, which like documents tropes in media using like really meme speak and whatever. Um, ah, listen to the intro to a different episode if you don't know what TV Tropes is. I forgot to keep explaining it, I guess, but. Hey, starting off every episode explaining what the podcast is is good, but you already have a built-in fan base, and I think we're ready to go full force. Let's go. Aladdin, uh, under films animation, the genie uses a lot of Yiddish phrases. His supervising animator, Eric Goldberg, has gone on record saying he always imagined him as being Jewish, and his voice actor, Robin Williams, was widely considered an honorary Jew. I don't know if that's true. That Robin Williams, may he rest in peace, I think a generally wonderful man uh, who people like. Was he an honorary Jew? I'm Googling Robin Williams honorary Jew. The answer is yes. Very much. Apparently, uh, that pops up a lot. So, well, that's on me. How do you get to be an honorary Jew? Is it just someone that everyone likes and is like, eh, he gets it. He knows about the cat skills. Yeah, I mean, that's right. It's like he uh, he used Yiddish, danced Amin Hora, did a killer Barbra Streisand impression. He, uh, all the, it's like all the obituaries, which is kind of sad, but they're all like, honor, like the first one is Times of Israel, and it says, honorary Jew, Robin Williams, 63, found dead. Like, that's what they led with. Uh, Robin Williams, honorary Jew, Jews mourn the loss of honorary member of the tribe. This clearly was, was a genuine thing. Um, Beloved. He's beloved. Oh, absolutely. So, I just didn't realize I this was such a I wonder if you Google, like, honorary Italian if he pops up for that as well. Just also, let's see. Robin I Williams. Say, Robin Williams is one of these celebrities, people, who when he passed away, everyone was affected. Everyone was like, he's like my oh, uncle. Oh, absolutely. I love this man. I, not to, uh, I'll have to give myself another edit point real quick, just in case. I was actually thinking about who... The only other celebrity I could think of that would have that level, and I, I think maybe it's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I know a lot of people um, were touched by Anthony Bourdain's passing. I feel like oh, absolutely. he's a person in that. Well, grouping. he's someone who was rightly beloved. But I'm saying like the a person who that many people because Rob. One thing about Robin Williams is like people remember him from like being a stand-up in sitcom in the '80s, and they remember him from like. Disney shows and Goodwill Hunting, like people for like, if you're 40, 60 years 40, old or younger, years, yeah, yeah, you just he had an important part of your like upbringing in some way or your like you know stuff you watch. Um, so yeah, honorary Jew Robin Williams. Uh, this is our moment for the TV Nopes page to say, you are you are an honorary Jew. Uh, you were saying how much you like the genie. Um, and I think you did say your favorite take on the genie, though, was the Will Smith genie in Aladdin. Incredible job. He made the genie his own, and I think that is what's so special about it, because Robin also, it's hard to compare the two. two same role, different vibe, live action, animated. Both of them did tremendous, tremendous jobs. I think it'd be cool if they could use some of that tech to have them meet each other right like the hologram tech that might be disrespectful to robin williams make the hologram holograms are big you can make them real yeah you can make it you have the genie show up at coachella like covid like to signal the end of covid or at least the end of people caring about covid 
it's it's sorry not to jump back into that but it's funny the way people talk about because obviously there's lots of places in the world where it's just not gone at all and then there's places like america where like it's really turning into kind of a two country thing where like a bunch of people aren't vaccinated and it's just going to keep spreading with them and then they're the people who are and they'll like you know some of these variants are a little more susceptible but they'll be mostly fine it's interesting uh, to me just because like one the vaccine seems to be readily available in the united states i now see commercials that are like if you're ages 2 to 17 you now can get the vaccine oh yeah the commercials now are like what do you come on <laughs> yeah, come on we, we, we have it come on please please get vaccinated. i saw i got a commercial of just de blasio going look i'll blow ya is that what you want me to say <laughs> yeah. i'll blow just, ya i'm a real tall guy it's not gonna be easy just I'm the mayor gonna... trying to get people's rocks come off on. get them vaccinated it's a win 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 come on come. everyone here's winning yeah, call me Bill de Blasio. Bill de Blasio, honorary Jew. Incredible. Is he? No, I, I don't sense. think so. No. I was going to say absolutely not, but who... he is, he is no, the, we don't want the mayor of New that. York. I feel like that gets pretty ambiguously Jewish, you know? Yeah, if that's you're true. You're there. automatically ambiguously Jewish. He goes, he goes, and uh, you know, obviously the offer's open if you're a lady who's not vaccinated too, but that fell a little forward. I don't want to put it out there. I can find you a different person if you'd rather i don't want to be too forward but otherwise uh you know or you know and then he's like and also i didn't mean to imply that you know obviously you can get you know also if, i'm not saying that ladies can't get blown because obviously i know that uh but oh well i'm just glad i don't have to run for election again this would have sunk me i would i would so i would help add to this act out but i gotta tell you as a guy who uh, no longer is in the New York metropolitan area, I feel like it's disrespectful for me to rag on the mayor of a town that I'm not even in. But Garcetti, that son of a bitch, I'm going to take him down. <laughs> this guy's done. On, he goes, I'll blow ya. <laughs> yeah, all... <laughs> who? Get the vaccine. I'll blow ya. That's what if every, what if every mayor across the, the country was doing that? Everyone. You go to uh, Memphis. You go all the way up to Chicago. You head on over to St. Paul. Yeah, They're all like, I'll blow ya. Get the vaccine, yeah. please, for the love of God. Uh, I just, just I just don't want anyone being sick anymore. Our hospitals yeah. are clogged. They shouldn't be full of anybody. But I'm trying to blow these patients as well. We're all just having fun. Just like even like the small town mayor. Oh, I'm just a simple country lawyer. But I know that uh, <laughs> if you get the vaccine, well, hey, I'll blow you. I'll blow you. This is amazing that they left in all the takes in the ad of him like awkwardly saying like, oh, I'll blow you. But if you're a lady and then he's like, well, I get still blow a lady. Not say I'm imposing or for you know if you want me to i will everyone that's can get you. blown the it's, offer's open being He's blown like, is blow ya. great and it's good for everyone. whoever you are i'll blow you yeah those were weird ads i remember I, I, I don't even know the ads that you're talking about but i can believe no, that I bet, there's they, uh there's got to be something where de blasio uh screwed up recently and had to backtrack am i right is there... he's actually well he's not he's not up he's term limited so he's kind of done he hmm. did uh the, uh the most recent thing the mayor's race was such a uh it was such like a thing that now people i feel like a lot of people are just like i don't know we could have just kept de blasio i guess he made those great ads where he talked about how he'll blow you and then he like stuttered and got really uncomfortable because he got worried that like 
you know, was he implying something gender essentialist? And, like, you could tell his heart was in the right place, but it's like, man, you could have edited this before you put it out. That's true. Right? I mean, I think that, like, most most folks don't realize that they have the ability to not say things. Yeah. But, you know, while things are being recorded, like, everything we're saying has to move forward. Like, it has That's to make the That's the thing. Yeah, no, episode. this all has to go out. But if you're the mayor, I assume you got someone who can cut that stuff out for you. But, no, it's just, like, it's a three-minute ad. You'd think, like, this could be five seconds. Get the vaccine. I'll blow ya. But then, like, like I said, you know, he's, like, clarifying, which is nice. But also you're like, oh, is it weirder that now you spent this much time clarifying what you meant? Like, I feel like people would have just gotten what you meant. But now, like, it's clear that you're really worried that someone's going to misinterpret you, which is fine. And, you know, he's from the Well, he's the mayor, you know. He's He's the the mayor. mayor. That's true. There's a a lot lot he can lose, mainly his position as the mayor. Yeah, if he was just, like, doing a mayor impression on a podcast, it would be fine for him to ramble and dissemble. But, like, as the actual mayor, he needs to be more careful about that. Anyway, so that was uh, the genie, the (laughs) the first – it's uh, it also says that uh, serves as a genius bonus since genies in the Arabic folklore could be of any faith, which includes Judaism. Is that is that also something I'm going to Google and it's going to be like, yes, just like everyone knows Robin Williams was not a Jew. Everyone knows genies could be Jewish. Honestly, when it comes to genies and assorted jinns and other powerful entities that wield magic, I wouldn't be shocked if every religion had some sort of mythical being in that direction. Now, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, previously have believed that, but now that he's an honorary Jew, now that the genie, you know, could be this or that, I'm like, let the genie be whatever the genie wants. They're genies, you know? Genie's a thing that you can take from the Middle East and put it in North America, South America, Antarctica. Genies should be everywhere. This is so uh, there's a website called Jew or Not Jew. Mm-hmm. There's an entry mm-hmm. on the genie. Oh, they also have Robin Williams. Interesting. Uh, Honor- anyway, he's an honorary is, genie. It's yeah. He's in this site genie or not genie. They said that he got to be an honorary genie because they were worried at first. The genie community was like, what is this portrayal going to be? And, the, you know, the anti genie defamation league was putting out protests even before the release. And then when it came out, they were like okay, you know what? This actually was a very sensitive portrayal of the genie community. I think, you know, the genie from what I saw in Aladdin, that's the genie to me. You know, he's the guy. He's the one. And every other genie, even those from the past, because I wasn't, you know, shown it as a younger age, that that doesn't count. the, The first experience I've had with a genie is Robin Williams, and that's the one that's sticking with me forever. Yeah, and the future genie, the and the, more, the more genie. recent yes. genie, the genie of the future, the genie for this millennium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, uh, there's a genie. Every millennium gets its genie. I can't believe that this millennium is going so strong as it is. You know, you go into it, oh, you think yeah. it's going to be good, but it, it has exceeded all of my expectations. Oh, this there's been nothing but uh, nothing but good news since the start of this millennium. Let me tell you, <laughs> what um, pandemic? Am I right, everybody? Right. Yeah, the this so this Jew not Jew website says they said Robin Williams not Jew. They say Genie is a Jew, um, because the animator said or the uh yeah the animator said that he was um. 
It says, how do we reconcile a Jewish genie in Arabian Nights? Well, it's simple. The genie is a prisoner inside a lamp. According to Arabian Nights, for some reason, this seems like one of those websites. So they that, imprisoned like, a Jew. Well, yeah, well, that's what they're implying because this website is – I don't really know exactly what they're getting at. But after every time they say Arabian Nights, it says in parentheses with a question mark, Allah be praised. So it says that every time they say Arabian Nights, and I don't understand – what is this? They say Arabian Nights three times, and every single time they say in parentheses, Allah be praised. And I don't I don't know if this is something Islamophobic they're doing. I don't understand why they do this. But it says, according to Arabian Nights, Allah be praised. Genies get imprisoned by Arabian emperors they defy. And who better to defy an Arabian emperor – than a Jew. I don't know. That's the, this seems like it's 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 has some weird framing. Yeah, I don't even think it's up to Wikipedia quality. This. You know, when people are like, no, oh, Wikipedia is... is not even the real deal because people can change it or edit it or all that sort of stuff. This sounds like it could be even a more suspect site. Yeah, I don't know. This is yeah, I don't know. We're not looking at this Jew or not Jew website anymore. Um, we're, we'll, this website, uh, not Jew. Not Jew. Sorry, Jew or not Jew. We've just, TV Nopes has decided not Jew. There's a, in the live action movie section for Back to Ambiguously Jewish. I love this. It says, I shared some of these from the uh, TV Nopes Twitter account so people can follow that if they want. I think it's just at TV Nopes Podcast. I share, you know, random weird TV tropes, screen caps I come across. But so for this one, it says, pretty much everyone in Wet Hot American Summer. It takes place at a Jewish summer camp, but this is mentioned so little that the viewers could easily miss it. Listen to the names Janine Garofalo calls out in the cafeteria for the early bus to Boston. They are all incredibly stereotypical names, including David Ben-Gurion. By, by the end of the list, that's like, this isn't ambiguously Jewish. These are explicitly Jewish. I want to say that most of the tropes on this page are explicitly Jewish. It's literally like, this person probably was a jew and let me break down exactly why like david ben gurion that is explicitly jewish as you were saying up here right above it i was watching this last week actually chinatown the movie mm -hmm. with jack nicholson um the anti-hero portrayed by jack nicholson is a closeted jew Given hints here and there in both films, Chinatown and The Two Jakes, the sequel, not only is his nose famously targeted by a knife-wielding thug, but his last name sounds like it could be Ashkenazi, which is Giddis, and the villain mispronounces his surname as Gitz, making it sound even more Ashkenazi. His dark hair eyes distinguish him from most of the caucasian population of los angeles in the 30s and 40s which was famously uh, fair-haired midwestern stock before more ethnic whites began arriving after world war ii have you seen chinatown i actually haven't okay well forget it andrew it's chinatown that's the last, <laughs> that's the last line of the a, movie a lot of fun right there that i do know but jack nicholson is a jew do we see that I well, I he I'm sure he's played a Jewish character in something. I feel like he would have. Um, as good as it gets, maybe where he's maybe. like a curmudgeon who doesn't want to be near yeah. anyone. He's old and he just wants his booth at the restaurant. Yeah, that's ambiguously Jewish. I'll say that. I don't like this dog, and I'm very cruel to my gay neighbor. Who uh, or he's not his neighbor. He's 
Is he? No, I he think is they neighbor. were neighbors. Yeah, they were neighbors. Yeah, I'm cruel to my gay neighbor who um, who uh, got injured. But just wait, more stuff is gonna happen. That's a good movie. Here's a question um, I have. Real question. Right down here, if you keep going through the live-action movies, Mel Brooks movies, lots of those are ambiguously Jewish, it says, especially Young Frankenstein. Not a surprise, as Brooks is a proud Jewish uh, uh, person himself and loves referencing uh, Jewish and Yiddish culture. But Frankenstein, to me, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, uh, Jew? Oh, good question. Is... Uh, is Victor Frankenstein Jewish? Frankenstein. And I wonder, Jewish scientist made to be evil creates a monster. I wonder if there's some anti-Semitism in Frankenstein. I don't know. Well, here's, by the way, uh, when you search, this is Victor Frankenstein a doctor? Is Victor Frankenstein a good person? It's like, geez, I can't answer that for you. That was probably him searching that. Oh, yeah, is for sure. Is Victor Frankenstein an anti-hero? Is Victor Frankenstein a narcissist? Is Victor Frankenstein the monster? No. Is he real? Is he a dynamic character? That's just someone who had to write an essay and was looking up. Uh, oh, is Victor Frankenstein Jewish? Let's see. Was Frankenstein's monster Jewish? Frankenstein's monster. Is Dr. Frankenstein Jewish? Uh, this Someone asked on Quora. That's where all the great questions are asked. Yeah. Uh, here's the answer. Um, nowhere in the novel that says Victor Frankenstein is a doctor or scientist. In fact, he's either a medical student or an undergraduate student. So they were objecting to them saying it's Dr. Frankenstein. Next says, the novel doesn't mention anything about Victor Frankenstein having Jewish ancestry. Under Jewish tradition and law, a person can only be considered Jewish if their mother has an blah, 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 blah. Frankenstein's late mother was most likely of Norman ethnicity. Now I think they're just making some of this up. Yeah, it sounds, now, it sounds family, suspect. Yeah. Now, while the family name Frankenstein sounds Germanic Jewish, it seems to be a common name shared by both Jews and non-Jews in Europe. Besides, even if Victor's father, Alphonse Frankenstein, has Jewish blood, Victor would hardly be considered a Jew because of its matrilineal. That's not what... Um, a lot of people consider themselves Jewish, even if their mom's not Jewish. I think uh, Raymond Martin. Oh, he only answered a year ago. Well, don't harass him. He was doing his best to answer this question. Uh, I was like, I can name this name. I bet this question is like 20 years old, and it's more recent. Um, I mean, people had a lot of time on their hands during this pandemic. You know, sitting down, true. answering whether or not they believe Frankenstein and Dr. Frankenstein are Jews. Yeah, they just go to the page and they go, uh, all right, now to search on Quora for is Jewish, and they just are answering for everyone. I um, would say Dr. Frankenstein, most likely Jewish, just because of, you know, what's happening in, you know, the ether around him, a doctor, he's, yeah. you know. Uh, if they have, uh, his, his mother sees what happens with the monster and goes, at least he's a doctor. That's a beautiful that line. chef's kiss of a line. You have to put that in the Jewish Dr. Frankenstein book. Yeah, uh, when that line comes out and just goes, at least he's a doctor. But really, did you have to leave the monster uncircumcised? Frankenstein, and, though, I will say the monster uh, made up of different parts. Uh, oh, you, you're going to get out of that. That guy, he it's a grab bag of diversity, inclusion. He's the every person. I love That's Frankenstein. True. He's for everyone. You're going to get letters. I hope so. I'd love a letter 
someone saying hello they'll say hello uh i have included uh a special puzzle i don't know where i'm going with this um it says hello uh, i'll blow you get a vaccine i'll blow you and you're like de blasio why is he bailing me i live in la and i'd say mr mayor thank you for your service I'm not sure whether you're good or bad. Lots of people seem to have issues with you, but also thank you for offering to blow me. I've already got my vaccine. No need, no need. Thank uh, you. All right. No harm, no foul. Okay. But I also know he's sending these out to everyone. I, I hear, yeah, that's here, true. Here is a fun one. Ready? Yes. Many have interpreted Ebenezer Scrooge from A Christmas Carol as anti-Semitic being that he's an exceptionally stingy moneylender with a Hebrew name. However, what? the whole point Sorry. of the story is getting Scrooge to appreciate Christmas, something he has resisted due to his personality rather than any religious opposition, and which his family is described as having celebrated when he was a child. Hebrew names were also not uncommon among Gentiles during Dickens' times, and the inspiration was a tombstone that Dickens saw as a child, not an attempt to make the character sound Jewish. Nevertheless, several adaptations have run with this, including The Muppet's Christmas Carol. Oh, it's Ebenezer. I did not know. Huh. It's always pronounced Ebenezer. Okay. I do, yeah, wow, that's real nuts, right? They're like, uh, is Ebenezer Scrooge Jewish? Well, let's look at the signs. On the one hand, his name sounds like a Jewish name no one's ever heard of. On the other hand, uh, it's explicitly about Christmas and celebrating Christmas and him being non-Jewish. Would have been a but, twist if they were trying to convert him the whole time. Yeah. On the other hand, he's greedy. So it's like oh, – that, that would be a great if it turned out that it was like all the ghosts were just trying to instill the love of Christ in him and to give up Judaism. <laughs> Has has anyone uh, has anyone tried to convert you recently into any other religion? No, I mostly just get uh, Lubavitchers trying to make me more Jewish again. Oh yeah, just trying to pull you in and be like, "Are you Jewish? Are you Jewish?" And you're like, "I don't." It's the kind of thing yeah. where they did where they go. I hate outright lying to people if I can avoid it. It's just something that like I, I, I don't know. I just don't love it. And I get the guy, and I'm like walking Reggie, and he's just like, "Excuse me, excuse me, are you Jewish?" And I was like, "I don't want." Dude, I'm walking my dog. What do you like think? And they're oh, like, no, "Got can, one, got another can one." He okay, put on to fill like in too. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Come, swarmed. come, deploy the mitzvah tank. I saw also, we saw the mitzvah tank getting a parking ticket. I don't even know what a mitzvah tank is. Is that the giant bus oh, that they like? Travel yeah, yeah, in? yeah. They have the mitzvah tank, and you can do mitzvahs. It's like the NYPD's new game video gaming bus, except for uh, putting on to fill in. So. There are like I shouldn't call them secret police, but there are like Jewish specific police in Brooklyn. That yeah, like, the showroom. Oh, so you're familiar, and not only you're familiar, you know their real name. That's incredible. Yeah. Now we all know who's more Jewish on this podcast. Uh, not that it's a competition, but I won. you won. You clearly won. But how do they even – how is that legal? How is there a police force of Jews in an area? They can't – there's no real jurisdiction that they cover, right? Um, I, I, I don't know. This is something that could be – that someone could look up. I, I think that there – I mean you can have private security, right? So if they're around, like, mostly protecting, like, shuls or specific houses, maybe, 
because like yeah, places have private security. Yeah, so you could have. I don't think a they're authorized guard. to just like. Yeah, I don't think they're authorized to like hand out open container citations. Are they arresting people? Are they taking people into um, holding cells somewhere? I think you'd have to be. Yeah, it's. Oh man, you don't want to be arrested uh, Friday afternoon. You won't get out for. Yeah, there's a for full at day. Least Twenty-five hours. Yeah. Sunset to you, sunrise. You literally reverse. They're putting the cuffs on you, and you hear that si- the Brooklyn siren go off, and you're just like, God damn it! I mean, I'm be stuck in that cell. The siren is just no a shofar. It's very much. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very. You're much looking so at that. Jewish. You're in the cell, and you're like, Oh, it's Shabbos, so they just have like monopoly but they're uh some of the stricter lubavitchers refuse to have a board game with like fake money so you just have to remember the total because you can't write it down either i will say a lot of rules and i i would love to have a a shabbat where i abide by them just to see how i do because i i did it a lot i have never been a full-on practicing or keeping kosher jew i am jewish i am a bar mitzvah i had a bar mitzvah however you want to say it but i'm eating bacon i'm, I'm, I'm one of the bad boys you know oh, of judaism boy. i'm the a bad boy of judaism i'm one of these jews that's really going after comedy writing you know what i mean i'm one of these jews these hollywood jews that are just all about um uh you know celebrating hanukkah instead of christmas yeah I'm one of those. Uh, I gotta stop calling myself the bad boy of Judaism because that's not a. That's probably not a. Yeah, great, it's a good brand. It's probably not a great brand, but it's a fine. This brand. is uh, so. There's uh, another one further down under live action TV on this page, and it says, "In Friends, Rachel Green is implied but never stated to be Jewish. In one episode, she refers to her grandmother with the Yiddish term Bubby. In another episode, when Phoebe is writing a holiday song, she tries the line, "Spin the dreidel, Rachel." And Rachel's only objection is that doesn't write. Rachel Green is clearly Jewish. Rachel Green, very Jewish name. In yeah. Friends. Yeah. Her dad is Jewish. They're very, this is like, and is that just because her dad is very cheap? No, it's because that's like so clearly a Jewish character. Ross and Monica are also explicitly Jewish. It's weird that that's, that, they, that anyone thinks it's ambiguous. There's I think like, a lot of this is so explicit. That it's just a Shonda to make this the ambiguous huh. Jewish page. I'll say that. I will say that this. a lot of these things don't seem to actually need to be on this page. This, this no, page that's the thing. They try like and fill it out. The Jewish page. This is the Jewish page. Here's Jews from media. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I say the Blutes. The Blutes is actually an interesting one because in Arrested Development, since – I mean, one of these things, we see Lucille having a Christmas party. That doesn't matter. Um, I mean, Lucille, I don't think, is supposed to be Jewish. But maybe, I always presumed that, because uh, it says George Sr. undergoes a conversion to Judaism. I don't mm. think he does. I think he just becomes religious. I think you're supposed to think that George Sr. is Jewish and Lucille is not. And then the kids are whatever you want them to be. I think that's that's my read on it. Michael Sarah, Jewish not Jewish. What's the call? In real life? You gotta go. In... You gotta go to that website. Jew oh God, no! I have to go back to Jew or not Jew. I hope his page isn't Islamophobic too. It might be. Just, 
while we're every time it pause, mentions uh every time it mentions it says uh scott pilgrim versus the world parentheses allah be praised i'm like wait do they do this after every movie yeah it's very confusing but at least they're sticking to what they believe in and i think that's great you know we don't want anyone waffling back and forth between one thing or another we want them to just stay with what brought them to the dance yeah this says here uh even though each is very different, Michael Sarah's many roles in movies and television have shared certain characteristics. Unathletic, socially uncomfortable. Also, they are not all very different. He's done some good work, but I think, uh, I don't know that they're all very different. Um, I think some of them are kind of similar. I think that's why, and I don't think it's his fault. I think he's very talented. But I think that's why his star kind of accelerated and then just like crashed for a few years because I think people were like, like the, you know how when you you have cats you know like the thing when you're like rubbing a cat's tummy and it likes it and then at some point immediately just decides like nope and it like that was like michael Sarah was rubbing america's movie going cat's tummy and they were like thanks michael Sarah, we love you and then immediately just like the youth in revolt or uh scott pilgrim came out and they just turned around and slut clawed and were like no i think no, scott pilgrim no more. was widely loved but then you're right afterwards they were like no more michael Sarah. nope we're but done and he's he, like but there's five more down the line where i where i'm awkward and we're like no we're I, th I think there was a moment in time where awkward comedy reigned supreme mm -hmm. uh it was the mm -hmm. 30 rocks of the world where people were like oh i like tina fey because she's anxious and awkward well, napoleon dynamite was napoleon a, was dynamite big... anxious and awkward uh um he he was uncomfortable to be around in uh to have a conversation with uh just you know that was the michael Sarah timeline you know that was the five to ten years where everyone was like we can't get enough of these awkward insecure anxious characters and then it kind of petered out a little bit but i think there's a soft spot for michael Sarah. i think he fills a nostalgia point 10 years removed from you know the release of scott pilgrim and uh, 15 20 years from juno there were a lot of uh sarah heads out there and i think there still are and he is a good actor i think i think he'll be back in the fold if he's not already i saw him recently on uh some TikTok uh where he was being called mclovin and that yeah. was funny you know because he's not well, he, mclovin no he's not well he's good in um uh did you see Molly's game? I did. He was a, a poker shark. He's a poker shark. So he's very, he's good in that. He's playing against type. I think that was smart. That was clearly one of those like moves of like, all right, go people. America cat scratched back because they were like, no more awkward Michael Sarah movies. Ah! Um, even though they were all fine, none of them weren't fine. They were all fine. Um, but the. Uh, but yeah, so he's like, oh, I'm going to play this. And Molly's Game is uh, kind of a whatever of a movie, but it's um, – but he's good in it. He was fun. It's um, Jessica Chastain, right, just running yes. illegal poker rooms. And then Michael Sarah is apparently playing the role of Jake Gyllenhaal because there was a real – I thought that was Topher Grace. Is it Topher Grace? I don't know. Is this forbidden knowledge? Are we going to get in trouble? Are we going to have someone – the second this releases, are we going to have someone like, banging on our door? It'd be great to have a cease and desist. I yeah. don't know why we would get that. It's good for the brand. You'd probably just get a, please remove this from I'm going to get one from the mayor's office. Is this a horrible thing to say? But when it comes to podcasts, when I'm on them, I feel like I say things that 
are stupid, dumb, and I probably should apologize for most of the things that come out of my mouth. But also, I'm like, no one's listening to me. No one. No, cares. I think it's for, well. The, okay, but that's what you talked. You talked about. We only uh, mentioned it explicitly, but beforehand, you mentioned that there was an instance where I would say uh, a comedian got let go for saying something uh, completely fine. I don't even mean to clarify like. Because now that I'm, now it makes it sound like I'm defending someone who said like something really racist or something. No, but it wasn't no. racist at all. The thing they said was uh, about the job they got. I'm just gonna say what and who it is because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Comedian Kenise Mobley who was hired by WWE wrestling and then acknowledged that she had no prior knowledge of wrestling, and then they uh, they fired her, which I think is really messed up because like. I don't think when you write for Young Sheldon, imagine if they were just like, and you're familiar with Young Sheldon. I mean, sure, you you're gonna be like, yeah, I've seen it. Like, I'm pretty sure, uh, or you're like, or at least I will watch it. Like, right? Yeah, sure, I'll watch it. I like, think when you get a job for something and you don't have the background for it, but you have the skills to do a great job, yeah, you just do the crash course of okay, yeah. let me know what's going on and I'll move forward. And there's something worthwhile to having someone who does not have these sort of uh, Yeah, of course. I mean, a writer's room things. is all about like folks from different backgrounds different and different views. points yeah, exactly. of view just adding to the total whole of the product. And so like if there are some people who don't know, you know, the plot lines of Young Sheldon, I bet you that's additive in a certain way. Yeah, you don't want to have the person who – you need one guy in the room who just goes, uh, excuse me, uh, in this episode, uh, we said that young Sheldon would like a sesame bagel, but previously we've established that young Sheldon uh, does not like sesame seeds because they get stuck in his teeth. I bet um, you one show that you know it's extremely difficult to pitch out, and I think you know South Park made fun of this 15 years ago, would be The Simpsons. If you enter The Simpsons oh, writer's yeah. room now – I bet you they have heard every pitch and now it's more so about like how do we make this a new spin on something we've already done or in this one Homer kisses Andrew Taven specifically on the mouth and they're just And they're like, like Brandon why are you pitching this and I'm like yeah. <laughs> ah, I'm running out of ideas <laughs> oh, do, 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 do. just run out going da 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 you get in your car, you swerve, you almost hit someone pulling in. The opening credits fully, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, couch Kat gags, Jennings, Jewish. Cat, couch gags, Jewish. Real, real quick. Uh, yeah, all the Simpsons class, couch, <laughs> couch gags, Jewish. Did you say Cat Dennings, Jewish? Cat Dennings, Jewish. Beanie Feldstein, Jewish. I that sort of like okay. I have a, a theory because uh, you know she is Jonah Hill's sister, like not even yeah. like half, like just sister. I have a theory uh, about the. Uh, the differing culture around Hollywood and Judaism and like whether people want it, how forward people want to be. And it's called the Beanie Hill Divide. And it's that clearly there was some point in the last decade where Jonah Hill was like, I got to be Jonah Hill if I'm going to be in Hollywood. And at some point, Benny, Beanie Feldstein was like, my name is much more interesting and distinctive as Beanie Feldstein than if I was like Beanie Hill, which just sounds like um, I don't know the place you go if you haven't gotten enough fiber. Be Beanie, you're yeah. Just like, let's go to Beanie Hill. They have it's a for Beanie green Hill bean yeah. special. Um, it also it sounds like it could be um, like a Metamucil type. You know, we're clearing yeah. out 
the stomach. Uh, Which to me, to be clear, health I mean... bar maybe. <laughs> yeah, I get this is a granola substance that is really good for you. Uh, yeah, that's uh, which that's a Beanie Feldstein uh, delight. This is a Beanie Feldstein with chocolate chips and peanut butter. Uh, if you want that, there's a Beanie Feldstein bar yes. with. I, I for one would try it. I think it would be a great, delightful treat. And also, yes, bathroom wise, I'm surprised there's not a lot of bathroom stuff in here because that's. I mean, that is. I bet the there will be. There's okay stuff. This is a. Uh... So first off, and also Beanie Feldstein. Sorry, made for your name. I think you're, uh, I think you're a very talented, and uh, funny and attractive actress. But uh, don't at me. I'm married. All Remember. of this, all of the stuff we've talked about, definitely needs to be pared down, edited. Most of this, you know, drivel. It's nonsense. I don't know. I might leave a lot of it. We'll leave see how it. long this whole thing ends up going. What do you think? Leave it. I don't care. Who's to care? Who's if anyone's getting to minute 45, 48, 45, 40, 48. Yeah. I did that. Just this is guessing. a loose. This is a bit of a loose episode, but that's okay. We still got fun stuff. I mean, uh, right here it says George and the rest of the Costanza family on Seinfeld are all ambiguously Jewish. On one hand, they have an Italian last name, though it could be Sephardic. Frank is allegedly a member of the Knights of Columbus, and why would they need Festivus as a Christmas alternative if they could have just celebrated Hanukkah instead? Yeah, so not Jewish. Like, aren't they explicitly not Jewish? I know that they say that they have uh, the mom. He's, it says there, like, that the mom uh, made him feel like they were Jewish or whatever. But I'm pretty sure they're explicitly not Jewish in Seinfeld, which is weird because I think the only Jewish one of the main four is Jerry, even though I think they're all no michael richards are they they might be all jewish i feel like kramer doesn't give off a jewish vibe no there's an episode where he says specifically he's not they all there i think all of them other than jerry in the show are not george um, elaine does. does the whole thing elaine has the whole thing where uh that guy those people keep trying to renounce their judaism to be with her yeah the shiksa um, the shiksa appeal yeah and then uh, this Spartacus Blood and Sand. Asher comes from Syria, which had a Jewish population at the time of the series. He fulfills many stereotypes of the greedy Jew, being a duplicitous money grubber who is physically inferior to the other gladiators. He also uses the biblical metaphor for forbidden fruit in a pre-Christian setting. Those could be artistic license by the writers. Yes, this is a great example of one. It's like he comes from Syria, which had some Jews, and also he was greedy and physically inferior. And I mean, like, got him, right? Yeah, Just, got him. <laughs> there it is. Hey, everybody. Jew Joe's last – okay, sorry. From the show You, Joe's last name Goldberg is common among Ashkenazim, and Peach mentions going to Jew camp as a child. There's no other indication of them being Jewish. How much more indication do you need? Yeah, if you're going to a Jewish summer camp, you're yeah. Jewish, 100%. In one episode, the character says, Hello, I am Jewish. However, there are no other hints to determine whether they're Jewish. Yeah, I mean, it's a big question mark for me. Uh, is this yeah. person who said they're Jewish, Jewish? Um, t Muppet Show. Another Muppet Show character, Wanda, has the high, shrieky, lower-class New Yorker accent that is often associated with Jewish women or New Yorkers. I, I, I can't believe it says lower class. It's just I like, know. if you talk like this, you don't have money. You yeah. are 
essentially a garbage person who doesn't matter and it's like wait 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 what is the tv tropes page saying yeah about, sorry what? this is not right this is awful how, how did i get wait i'm on the tv tropes page for andrew taven who made this yeah how how do we get on here how does that happen do you ever think about oh, that i how hope do you, i how, hope there's a tv nopes page at some point if any listener wants to make a tv nopes page i think they submit and they can be uh disapproved so it's one of these ones here uh so now I'm, i've scrolled down to video games because there's uh not because of stereotypes but the hoenn region of the pokemon games has a number of legendary pokemon which are for the most part an indication of the region's mythology already okay sure which are based around jewish mythology kyogre and groudon are based on leviathan and behemoth as well as the reggie trio based on golems leading one to believe that the people in the region practice an equivalent of judaism i don't think i think you made a big jump there so they're essentially that most so they're essentially saying that most people in this specific region from pokemon are all jews yeah there's this one jewish region of pokemon wow. supposedly wow what pokemon are in that area uh oh, it's hoenn who are the three in hoenn it was um i think that's mudkip Mudkip and uh, ugh, what's the 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 Trico Trico and um, Torchic. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're Jewish. I'm looking them Jewish up right Pokemon. now. I'm just like, where are the where are the Jewish Pokemon? I'm just on a Google Jewish Pokemon. I love this. Sorry, Team Fortress Two. I am curious what you get from that. But Team Fortress Two, the medic is an intellectual. He has vaguely Semitic features, and he was alive in Germany at the time of World War Two, but isn't a Nazi. How is how do people know uh, that he was alive in World War Two, but isn't? A, is there like do they have that in the thing the same way? And like I think you should leave. The guy goes, uh, but not out. Is there a song about him where they're like in Germany, not a Nazi? Like, how do you, how did, the medic was in Germany, but not a Nazi. I'm going to type in medic. So you're looking at that. Tell me what you found while I look up this. Medic all all I'm seeing is uh, Pikachu. And uh, in an image search, there is a Charizard with a kippah on his head. Uh, there is an anti-Semitic uh, hypno merchant. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. And there's Chantruth, who has a sack, and they've added a dollar sign to it. It's just, it just, you know, really spirals. Mm. Yeah, you know. Oh, no. Yeah, Jewish nose pass. Uh-oh. Yeah, that guy, Probopass. Oh, no. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Not Probo the best. Pass. Not, not the best stuff No, I'm that's seeing. no good. There's, yeah, Charizard with the thing. Yeah, oof. Yeah, no, some of these. Oh, someone made, uh-oh. A lot of this is, like, 4chan, anti-Semitic board stuff. Um... Well, I guess that makes sense. That, also, uh, on the cartoon front, uh, underneath Western animation, Velma Dinkley from Scooby-Doo. Especially her version from Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, who likes klezmer music and frequently says, Oi, and Oi, Gavolt. <laughs> Do we think Velma's a Jew? Let's look up Jew Not Jew, our favorite uh, Islamophobic website, to find out uh velma dinkley oh they wrote this in 2009 um so it's been out there for a minute oh everyone. they say not a jew what jinkies there's okay wait this says 
Over the years, we have developed four laws. Over the years? This is from 2009. How long has this website been out? Oh, my God. They also have Gargamel. Sorry. Gargamel, I would do not think. that he Gargamel looks like an anti-Semitic cartoon. Yeah, he looks like propaganda. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the laws are if an ensemble cast of characters, one of them must be Jewish. According to that law, someone must be Jewish. Any animal that is not kosher can't consider can't be jewish uh wait what any animal that is not kosher can't consider at least possibly jewish since jews do not consume other jews uh i don't okay i don't even understand what that's trying to say the you can't assume a character is played by a jew is also jewish okay and if you can't determine if they're jewish then you choose on your personal preference um what this is it says well on the one hand Velma's clearly the smartest of the group and she does seem popular with the lesbians on the other hand it's Velma glasses losing geeky beyond belief Velma so ugh no that seems mean lots of people are geeky and lose their glasses yeah it seems like it's a mean-spirited uh page yeah um I can't figure out where they got the idea that the uh Oh, Valve confirmed the medic wasn't a Nazi. Did they? So did they have to come out and say this about this character? Confirms medic not a Nazi. Um, now it says when did? Oh my God, I'm going down a Reddit hole for a game I don't even play. Uh, this and seems this is going to be your whole afternoon now. This I know, it. right? Um, People can't – it's just apparently people just just assume that this character is not. And uh, Anyway, um, there's I'm – seeing, uh, I'm seeing a good one on the page. Should I, should I throw it out? Yeah, tell me. Dr. Zoidberg from Futurama. He's got Yiddish as a second language. His mother pushed him to be a doctor while he wanted to be a comedian. He's got the Berg in his name. Though in the other, on the other hand, he is an alien lobster man. It says uh, all his fellow Decapodians are the same way. Apparently, they said they all converted to Reform Judaism when they made contact with Earth. That would have been a fun thing to show. Yeah, all these alien lobsters, all of them converting. Yeah, going through. How would you circumcise them, though? I mean, they themselves are not kosher, correct? Yeah. So. Well, neither are people. That's kind of like a, you know, Jay who Sher am oh I, God. what am I, etc. This web, the, this TV Tropes one for the critic reference links back to Jew or not Jew. This is Jay Sherman from the critic uh, is adopted. This is the joke of him. Like the he's Jewish and he was adopted by this really like a tight protestant family is that not like the joke of jay i think that's the, the joke i think that's yeah. the joke. he's a new york movie film critic who's jewish yeah that's like so clearly what that's, it's supposed to be and he's adopted yeah. by these blonde yeah um this is another one with the the weezers in the adventures of jimmy neutron boy genius both look and behave like stereotypical jews do they these perfectly round orb people I mean, they're all they're all Jews. These Jews, the Weezers, Carl Weezer, his his parents. Yes, a hundred percent. 
You ever you ever uh, see someone and you're like, is that person Jewish in your mind? And like, it reveals itself to you, but you're like, I was right. I got yeah. that right. You know, this... I know. We all know who's Jewish, who's not Jewish. Some people, when they're not Jewish, uh, but they, you know, have similar mannerisms. My friend Dan, not Jewish, uh, he's constantly asked if he's Jewish. And not by uh, the Jews the on the street. Yeah, 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 the Lubavitchers. It's everyone. Everyone is like, Dan, are you Jewish? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm Italian. Sorry, this is when it says Bugs Bunny is almost certainly intended to be Jewish. No, he's not. Like, this is like the weird thing where it's like the people who clearly are, who are like characters, like Rachel Green, they're like, who knows? And then Bugs Bunny, it's like, well, he's Jewish. And it's like, no, he he just – they're all impressions of other, like, comedians. Yeah, right. And, like, he's just doing – Character actors. Groucho yeah. Marx is Bugs Bunny. Uh, the – um. This here uh, – where is it? Oh, Harley Quinn from Batman the Animated Series always seemed vaguely Jewish with her quirky personality and fingers on a chalkboard screechy voice. There's one editor who's just like – Every time they hear a character with an annoying voice, they just go, all right, bringing up bookmarked, ambiguously Jewish TV tropes page, and Harley Quinn. And could could be Jewish. Watching. Yeah. That's anytime they hear an annoying voice to them. She's also a doctor, that. correct? Not that all Jews um, are doctors, but. She is a doctor. Yeah, she's a psychiatrist. Yeah. Like my wife. Um, Borat. See on this page? Do we got anything on them? This guy? Does it have Borat? I don't know. I haven't seen him. Borat? I mean, he's not Jewish. He's a he's a Kazakh, and he's never met. Like he's anti-Semitic. He's like openly anti-Semitic. Yeah, but Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, ambiguously Jewish. That's, true. That, that's gotta bleed through. This one gets to me. Okay, Rugrats. Charles Chaz Finster. Aside from having a Jewish voice actor, which doesn't count for anything. I don't know why they're bringing that up. That doesn't work that way. Uh, Chaz says, Oi Gavalt in home movies, and he fits the nerdy stereotype. Even his claim that we're not really Jewish, actually we're not anything, in Passover does very little to rule out the possibility. It does a lot! He explicitly says they're not Jewish! Yes. It's so weird how they're just like, this character does a bunch of Jewish stuff, unclear if they're Jewish. And then another time they're like, they say they're not Jewish. Are they Jewish? Probably. I will say a lot of these names on the list, like if you read like Disney's Recess, T.J. Detweiler has a mom who fits the Jewish mother stereotype and plays Harvey Hanukkah in the Holiday Spectacular for the school. Like, so he's uh, Jewish. That's he, not a, he's a, Jewish. Ambiguous. Detweiler. Yeah. That's a Jewish name, right? German Jew, I guess. This in Tough Puppy, one of Snap Trap's henchmen. Larry looks like a Jewish stereotype. He has a big nose, balding hair, nerdy, is married to a Christian, and is always arguing or complaining with Snaptrap. Though in one episode he mentioned getting a Christmas present. So you so like you why only married, think he's Jewish cause Why is married to a Christian in there? Why is that ambiguously Jewish? Shiksa oh, cause there's a uh there's a TV shows page if you click it for Shiksa Goddess. And the, the picture is Ron from Kim Possible marrying Kim. Is, did this happen or did this was like a fantasy he had? Honestly. Oh, my God. 
this TV Tropes page is all over the place, so I couldn't answer you. Kent Brockman, The Simpsons. His name is Kenny Brockelstein. Another uh, name, clearly Jewish. Uh, oh, my God. There's also a page for Matzah Fever. What's Matzah Fever? Is that if you're really into Jews? I think so, yeah. It's... Uh... You're real. Is this just going to be every Woody Allen movie? Comedian John Mulaney has a segment where he says, while describing his Jewish wife, that he's always preferred to date Jewish. Someone hasn't updated this in a while. Um, Captain America used to be engaged to a nice girl named Bernie Rosenthal. Colossus and Kitty Pride have had a relationship forever. This is getting very uh, film, live action, and glorious bastards. Hmm. I like that um, this page does have certain things that are like in Halo Two, this character was Jewish, and it's just like wait, what was? Right. What's the who's the Halo Two character? Or did you add that one? Because there is stuff. Halo Two ARG I love bees has a whole planet of ambiguous Jews. These are religious uh, dietary restrictions and Jewish mother stereotypes, but the characters have names like Zaman and could conceivably be Muslim. What? The planet of ambiguous Jews. There are religious dietary restrictions and Jewish mother stereotypes. The character's name is like Zaman. What? What does Zaman... Look slightly below that. Rick Finkelstein of Bowser's Kingdom, which I think is a Mario spinoff. He has a German last name. The accent got in an argument with Paul Hammerbro in episode 10. Oh, I see. These are oh, these are is... web originals. These are... Yeah, this is just something someone... You take the characters someone... and then they use that to make web comics and uh shorts i was like did they really do this in a mario game they have a guy that'd be wild ken finkelstein he just released uh as it turns out uh bowser is jewish and uh that's why uh mario keeps beating him up you've been you've been doing a hate crime in every game i will say uh wouldn't surprise me you know a lot of yeah. random stuff goes into these 8-bit games. Uh, Mario only has a mustache because they couldn't define his face. So if you tell me that they they made Bowser Jewish and it's an anti-Semite uh, situation, I'd be like, you know what? They made a fun game. It was a different time. <laughs> Let it go. It was a different time when they made Mario in 1986. Okay, wait. Tough Puppy Larry. This was that character who they said was clearly Jewish. Oh, my God. This is hateful. Oh, this guy's. Have you seen Tough Puppy Larry? I don't think. I wouldn't. I would just uh, not say that this person was Jewish, given the choice. Toughpuppyfandom.com. Here's Larry from Tough Puppy, the character who is married to a Christian. What's he looking like? Click it. Click the link I sent. Here on zoom go. don't reveal how we're recording this wow oh, love sorry. the look of this guy yeah right he's great love him um i like this power rangers one if his wedding is any indication lord zed one of the big bads of mighty Morphin power rangers of course that could just be the jewish writer Chaim sabin writing the ceremony he knows so Lord Zed got married apparently and had a Jewish ce uh, ceremony. I did not know that. I mean, that's also like, 
I, that's like the thing about TV tropes. They can't just accept that like something. Sometimes something's a joke. Right. Like it's not necessarily that this means Lord. Like there's apparently on um the Disney wiki, mm-hmm. there's like uh Kronk from um uh Emperor's New Groove. They have like eight characters. They list as like a Jewish character, and the evidence is that he says like Mazel Tov, and it's like that's a that's a joke. Because then they're also like, now it might be unclear how a Mayan could be Jewish, and it's like because he's not. Because it's a joke. All four members of it's, the Black Eyed Peas, Jewish. They say Mazel Tov, <laughs> They're Jews. Now, on the one hand, you might think that the fact that none of them are uh, have said they're Jewish, and they've all said they are of a different religion, might. But they've said Mazel Tov, so well, it's that's, ambiguous. That's what makes it ambiguous, yeah, for sure. That is what – so there's another thing. Um, we can start uh, winding down, but there's uh, – there's this page you have to have Jews, which is linked from the top of the. Uh, it's like it's like in the second to last paragraph in the top of the ambiguously Jewish page. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go to the literature section for that, it says, "Averted in a song of ice and fire, none of the cultures or characters characters parallel Judaism or Jewish people at all." Which is weird to even bring up. Uh, and then when you go to live action TV and you scroll all the way to the bottom, it says, Averted in Game of Thrones, none of the cultures or characters parallel Judaism or Jewish people. And I, and like, again, the person watching this who, go, who watch, read all of A Song of Ice and Fire, which isn't done yet, so actually they, they can't be sure. And we're just like, no Jews. I need to go to the page that says there's Jews and everything and say, nope, not the Game of Thrones book. They have dragons, but they don't have Jews? What is this? Of course it's fantasy. It's Mishagas nonsense. Yeah, who's fantasy? A Nazi's fantasy? A world of no Jews? That Mr. Uh, George R.R. Martin has a lot to uh, respond to now, yeah. I demand that you have... A Jewish character in your book, perhaps he could be Westeros's foremost injury lawyer. Maybe you see a billboard at least that says, got hurt in dragon attack? Call, you know, House Zherbatsko. Zherbatsky. I was saying Zherbatsky, and that sounded too much like we're watching How I Met Your Mother now. And that sounds you could like have went with Rothstein. I think Rothstein well, would have been great, too. My cousin's name is Rothstein. Right, and they don't deserve to be a part of... Game of this. Thrones. Game yeah, of Thrones oh no, you're lore. Right. I hope he gets to be in Game of Thrones. Now if you were in more. a Game of Thrones, do you do you feel like you know they're they're coming back? There there's an uh, uh, another uh, Game of Thrones uh, show Prequel coming out yeah. uh, on HBO. Do you feel like you would be uh, a character that like has a sword and actually fights, or do you think they you would be one of these characters that are like this guy's a fool, he's drunk, kill him? Or I like, would die you, very soon. Yeah, you would just I be a background a background actor. You're not getting one of these main roles, a pivotal role. Me? I'm going to be the greatest, bravest warrior. I will ride dragons. I I hate being typecast, but everything I'm in it essentially turns into that. And I, I'm wolf. thankful for it. I'm thankful for the yeah, wolf. Yeah, that's like the wolf uh, house Baratheon. No, no, that's the stag. Oh, it's Stark. Stark's the wolf. The dire wolf. That's they have right. the dire wolves, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Scott dire wolf. Which I'm pretty sure are just slightly larger wolves. 
They're not real uh, in real life. They're not real, but in in Game of Thrones, they're just wolves that are also their dogs. They're just yeah, they you know they're nice. These are the big dogs. dogs. They're that's, the big dog. They're like a big dog shirt. That's their Reggie. You know you, you yeah. Oh, what if one. Reggie was in if Reggie was in Game of Thrones? Maybe I'll do a Photoshop and put Reggie into. I think it'd be a it, lot of fun. You know, you got Jon Snow with Reggie. Probably. Yeah, no, that'd be fun. He'd get scared. He got really scared from the fireworks, so I think he'd get too scared from the dragons and stuff. But it's it's there aren't any fireworks though, so he might like that. There's thunder. He doesn't like thunder either. Are there any Jewish fireworks or thunder? Ambiguous <laughs> or not? Otherwise, um, yeah, there were some ambiguously Jewish fireworks. It was tough to tell how many uh, points the star, the fireworks star, had. I mean, there's. I will say before we get out of here, there is so much we didn't cover on this page. Well, let's go through a few. We'll, let's skip the tropes quiz, which I might be trying to find a new end segment anyway. I don't know how much that, uh, um, how much that's doing. We'll see. If you're listening to this and you want to tweet at me and say whether you want the trope quiz to stay or go, I feel like uh, we'll see about that. But um, real quick before 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 we hop into a lightning round of let's talk about this that and the other thing how, how often would you say people bring up this podcast to you online or otherwise where they're like you're doing the tv trope stuff you were wrong about this thing um so far i think not at all perfect i know i have i mean i i can see that people are some number of people are listening so if you're out there give me a heads up what do you think are you angry or whatever some of them are in india Mostly in America, but a few in India, or maybe just one person in India listening to multiple episodes. That would make more sense. Yeah, that, that um, some does in make England, more sense. some in Europe, mostly America. Um, which it's all—it's always interesting to me how, like, when you're making—you're not American. We don't. No, I'm kidding. Please, wherever you live, listen, listen. When you're when you're making content, you're putting that out into the world. It's a—it's interesting when when you find people who are like, yeah, yeah, I like this, and I'm gonna listen to it. Just because, like, I come into everything with the mindset of, like, what, no one needs to hear my thoughts. Uh, and that's probably true. But, like, if you're listening and you're, you're this far into this podcast and you're, like, get into more ambiguously Jewish things, you know, that, that's one of my inner inner monologues every day. Where it's, like, I'm putting well, we things can, out there. Do you want to go um, – do you want to be uh, – do you want to return regularly – and we can go through the other Jewish, weird Jewish pages that ha- that they have. Every every month, there's one episode that drops where I'm like, let's talk about let's talk about the Jews again. Let's do it. Let's. I'm up for it. You want you want to say that? I think people will like that. If if this hits well and we get at least three people commenting, yes. Oh, hear that? All right, you got to comment if you I, want it. We you need we need the people wanting this. Do you guys want to hear more about how? In some circles of Gundam fandom, Hero Amuro Ray and Captain Bright Noah may or may not be Jewish. It doesn't help anything that Amuro looks like a Jewish lesbian woman in Char's counterattack. What does that mean? I have no idea what that is supposed to mean. I mean, you can see what she looks like if you look up uh, Amuro Char's. Like, I'm familiar with Gundam because I have a couple friends who, like, paint the miniatures. But I've never seen Gundam. I should. I should watch it. I hear it's great. Also, please, everyone, comment uh, if you uh, are a Gundam fan. 
Yeah, I don't sure. know where you're it, commenting. I guess underneath the posts where Andrew puts this on Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, on Twitter. Comment or tweet about it. Tweet. That's the easiest way. Uh, let me see. Um, tweet about it if you uh, want to express your opinion on any of these things. Oh, there's also ambiguously gay, ambiguously bi, ambiguously evil, ambiguously human, ambiguously brown. Jeez. Ambiguously Christian. What's the ambi- All right, now I'm kind of curious for next time, maybe we can also do the polar opposite, the ambiguously Christian page. I feel like it's just going to be a bunch of instances of going like, well, the characters all celebrate Christmas, and they say, I'm just going to church over and because over I'm Christmas. And over again. Yeah. yeah, and then it's just, and then it just says, so it's unclear if they're Christian. Um, yeah, no, that's, the anime That's a lot one, of what this is. It's literally it really just is. like, this person might have celebrated Hanukkah. The anime one also, uh, the last one, says Hitalia Axis Powers. Here, Austria's human name is Roderick Edelstein. He is the only Germanic country in Hitalia with brown hair. He could be considered Jewish and nerdy as he plays violin and more. He is known to be out of shape, yet thin, spending all his time indoors. And it's like, well, that's what you would expect. People who don't like anime probably are just like, that's all anime, right? A high school where the Axis Powers are each... <laughs> Uh, anime schoolgirl. I I enjoy anime, but I will also say it is incredible how often the fate of the world is hanging in the balance, um, and a high school student is the person that has to tip the scale for good and just be yeah. like, "I'm gonna save the day. I'm gonna save the entire planet from invaders." And it's just like someone should make a. <laughs> but I also have a math quiz in fourth period. Yeah, and it's like, oh no. <laughs> someone should make a Greta Thunberg anime. She's saving the world. She's kind of doing Yeah, exactly. It. That's what I'm saying. Get in the Eva, Greta. Get in the Eva. I mean, else, would, uh... would love to see uh, Greta's bizarre adventure instead of JoJo's. Am I right, Oh, that'd folks? be great. A lot of fun. Um, Att- Attack on Earth instead of Titan, and it's Greta Thunberg as one well. Well, of... uh, you're a little... Because uh, y- it? it's... Uh, it's uh, Shingeki no Kyojin, which is, uh, th- it means, like, an attacking on, like, a charging titan would actually be an e- a better way. It's the one that attacks on, it's actually not an attack on titan. I understand a lot of people, when they first hear the name, that show also is weirdly, wildly anti-Semitic. I'm still, like, it. people were saying it was anti-Semitic, and it's not, and then it is, and then it's not, and then it really is, uh, and then it's, um... And uh, I didn't want to know, though, because I didn't want to get spoiled. So even when people who were further along, like, read the manga, were like, oh, it's anti-Semitic. I was like, I guess I care more about spoilers than anti-Semitism because I don't want to know what happens. I want to find out for myself. And it's pretty wild. Um, Listen, just because something is anti-Semitic doesn't mean it also isn't highly entertaining. And yeah, that's what I'm remember, getting. That's what I'm getting from what you're saying. I, I don't want to put into, words I in your mouth. But... Minute seventy of Triumph of the Will, and someone came in and was like, "Wait, you know that's by Lay Riefenstahl, the Nazi filmmaker." And I was like, "Oh, but I have to see how the diving contest ends." Yeah, well, most things are made by um, bad people, you know. That's all, true. All works of art are made <laughs> by criminals, creeps, and monsters. But yeah, the Sistine Chapel is beautiful. And Two season and M. I don't know this what also, I'm suggesting there. I'm just like Michelangelo yeah. creep. Canceled. This guy can creep. I'm gonna say a most famous man of any time would probably be canceled. Uh, 
definitely the, Michelangelo though. This this painter this needs guy. to get going. He's done. His time's over. This um JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, this is from Stardust Crusaders. Has John Pierre Polnareff, who is named after Jewish singer Michael Polnareff. Other than having that last name, there's nothing to suggest he's Jewish. And it's like, yeah, because he's not. Because every single character in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is named for a musician. I've only That's watched like the... a couple episodes of that show, and I gotta say, uh, kind of neat, kind of a neat, oh, yeah. uh, fun time. Yeah. No, it's good. You gotta get through. Uh, different people. No one likes part one the most, but um, I saw an episode also... where uh, I don't know if this is like every single episode, uh, but he had a gun and he was shooting out bullets that were little people. Is that right? Yeah. That's yeah. part five. That's from part five. That was, um, uh, oh shoot. What's I just came in name? cold and I was like, oh, this is on. I'll watch this. This is a thing. And I was like, yeah. wow, this is really happening. This is, you know, I, I'm, I can't remember that character's name. I'm angry at myself. It was now. cool. I enjoyed it. Giorno, Abacchio. You can start winding down. I saw this, uh, it says an episode on race. Do you know, uh, movie Bob? Who's movie Bob? He's on like Twitter and he has stuff. There's a part on the web original for uh, Matza Fever. It says, um, in an episode on race, which already is like, ooh, collar tug, the game overthinker, which is Movie Bob, a web show he does, or did, I don't know if he still does, takes a moment to give examples of how he has nothing against various ethnic groups. In most cases, he has no particular opinion, but he likes the Japanese for technology and Jews for their hotness. Um, and then when you click that, it links to Rachel Wise. I don't know if it's a picture of Rachel Wise or if the editor chose to do that. Uh, I just saw her in um, Black Widow. Oh, how was Black that? Was it Widow. good? It's fine. I When I saw uh, Endgame, I was like, I'm finally free. Um, I don't have to do this anymore. Like, I'll see Black Widow because uh, some of Liz's co-residents were like we're gonna see it you want to come and i was like sure and it was fine but also i don't have to um and i, feel, I don't I feel, i'm not watching the tv shows i feel similarly but also anytime a marvel movie comes out it does feel like you're forced into seeing it because like everyone sees it so yeah if you don't see it and you're at a, a party or an event you're like oh i guess i won't talk while they're talking about this <laughs> Yeah, no, that I mean, and then what else is coming out? Like, I want to see the other Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy. The, but then, like, I don't know. The Eternals, I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's got Kumail Johnny and other people. And then the trailer came out, and I was like, it could still be good. But I saw a trailer, I was like, I don't know what, like, the hook is here. I haven't even seen the trailer for that one. I knew it's Kumail like, was in that. But, yeah, I don't even, I don't really know what the it's plot actually, is uh, for the that. Trailer, it's actually, the it's it's interesting. It starts out with one of the Eternals, and he's standing before a huge crowd of people because uh, they're like these alien space beings, and they apparently, based off the trailer, they came to like help humanity with technology really early on. So he's standing before this. I guess it's a group of like maybe I don't know, like Assyrians or early Sumerians or something, and he stands up on the podium before them, uh, and he clears his mouth and he speaks in a loud, booming voice that like you can hear it across the whole thing the music kicks up and it stops and he goes so there's this new drug called cheese and apparently it's a mix of cough syrup and heroin just do the heroin and then it says like eternals 
it's coming. Just do the heroin. Just do the heroin. I'll come blow you if you. Uh, if, if I'll if blow you. Know, Get I'll a vaccine. You. I'll blow you. Get the vaccine. I'm Bill De Blasio. This is the big act out. Yeah, this is the big one. This is when all the characters meet. This is the end of the Herald. Hi, uh, Camille some... Nanjiani in Eternals. I'm Bill de Blasio. Get the vaccine or I'll blow ya. Hi. There's, there's some real cursed content on the internet and, like, especially on TikTok nowadays where it's just, like, here's the perfect casting if politicians became Avengers. And I feel like oh, God. we're borderline moving towards that as a bit where it's just, like, de Blasio's Iron Man because X, Y, Z reason. And it's, like, no, no. It doesn't need oh to be God. like this. Can you this. imagine the person who thinks de Blasio, who, like, has their poli- – like, because that's already so kind of sad when people put together, like, these are the politics Avengers. And then they're, like – Andrew Yang is Captain America. And it's oh, like, God. why? Why are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Stop if it. If de Blasio's Iron Man, you're already starting out. How do you get lower? You just – and the Hulk is uh, Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Sharp. Yeah, it gets super specific. People are confused yeah. by what's it's happening. But they're like, get. I guess I, I have to click like on this. It says the yeah. Hulk, and I love the Thanos' Hulk. Black Order is, of course, made up of, uh, you know – Arizona State Senate President uh, Kelly, whatever. I also want to say, just in a, as a general, like, what are we doing as a society? How did this come to be our only form of entertainment? But uh, superhero movies in general, I, I gotta say, I've grown, I grew up watching the X Men, watching Spider Man, Batman, Superman, Justice League, Avengers, comic books, all that sort of stuff. But I feel like we're really getting specific with old IP. And it's just like, everyone knows Squirrel Girl, right? And it's yeah. just like, what? And then you talk to people and they're like, duh, it's Squirrel Girl. Like, duh. Like, everyone knows about that. Like, whatever the characters are. I'm not saying Squirrel Girl for a specific reason. But, like, it always ends up being someone who is, like, a fifth tier, sixth tier, seventh tier Avengers villain. And you're like... I'm always in these conversations with people who know everything about comic books. And, like, I like comic books. I like these movies, all of that sort of stuff. And I'm just always like, there's no way you didn't just, like, Google search that, looked up a Wikipedia, and now you're pretending that you knew about this character that was in one comic book in 1965, and that's that. And now they're starring in a new movie. Like, it's just bizarre to me how people, like, fully are just like, no, I know everything about Marvel. I've, ever, I've always known about this. And I'm just like... Okay, well, I'll just admit it. I've never heard of the Eternals, and good, good. I'm glad that they're also having their own movie that I will yeah. see. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'll sometimes look up. Like I looked up because I saw that in the new Thor. I guess Christian Bale is playing probably the villain because he's playing a character called Gore, the God Slayer or the God Butcher. I'll admit it. Like, never heard of Gore, the God Butcher. No, I haven't either. I looked this <laughs> yeah. up, and I was like. Oh, well, Thor's a god, and this character's called Gore the God Butcher, and Thor's the hero of the movie, so he's probably the villain if he's trying to butcher the gods. And I actually will say, I looked at, like, the description of that character's background, and I hope they do something similar, because I was like, oh, that's a great, that's a great villain origin story, which is that he, like, seems like he was, like, a Job type who had this, like, horrible, uh, you know existence and lost his whole family and he decides the gods must not be real but then he finds out the gods are real and they're like over there and they just didn't do anything to help so he gets really pissed <laughs> which that's like great just someone being like wait you're thor and he's like yeah and they're like 
I'm a Norwegian guy who prayed to you when, like, my wife was in the hospital. And you didn't what the help. Hell? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was fighting. Uh, oh, you couldn't stop to come heal my wife? I'm it, your guy. It is fun that Marvel was just like, and we're going to make Thor one of our characters. That's yeah. Like, like, they just stole Public a god. Domain. Yeah, they were like, this is fine. It's our thing now. Uh, there's a bunch of gods. Superheroes also are a different thing, but they, you know, fight hand in hand. Yeah. That is, I think, the joke about, like, Hawkeye and Black Widow, where it's just like, these are just humans. Like, yeah, these are just people. <laughs> they're, they're, just people. Them, they're always just, like, they have to give them something to do. They'll sometimes have them be, like, the ones who are like, hey, don't go this way. Go that way. And the people are like, thanks, Black Widow. And then they go. Um, there's... Uh, there's an animal. Then we should probably wind down. We'll have. We'll keep. How about the, if if we get responses, and probably even if we don't, we can keep doing. We can do one on ambiguously Christian as a follow up next. Ambiguously Jewish, though, that we're on X Men. We're talking about it. Uh, Magneto, he has occasionally uh, been referred to as Jewish. Uh, it's a well established part of his backstory that he was in a Nazi concentration camp, but other groups were placed in those as well. No, not Magneto is Jewish. His, that's okay. Come this on. This is saying it's ambiguous. Max Eisenhardt or Eric Lencher. That's not ambiguous. He's explicitly Jewish. Um, briefly, Marvel claimed he was, oh, you're supposed to say Roma or Traveler, I think. I don't think you're supposed to say that word. Or maybe you are, but I won't, just in case, I'll say Roma or Traveler. traveler. Um, it was confirmed he's Jewish. It says the end of this. Then it's not ambiguous. Confirmed he's Jewish. That's also like... Uh, did the same thing with um ben Grimm. the thing was created by jews has a jewish name resembles the golem sometimes uses yiddish grew up in yancey street and was confirmed as jewish in 2002 then put him on the jew page not this this is wrong there, there needs to the be more explicitly ambiguity jewish um there was you ever listen to blank check or do you know david sims i i don't believe i've ever caught an episode and i One don't of these know david links, sims uh, he's a he's co-host. And he's a critic for the Atlantic. So I found that one of um, the things on Matza Fever, the TV tropes page, links to this Onion headline: Jewish uh, area man sad to realize short Jewish woman with an interest in theater his type. And it says, while reminiscing about his romantic past Monday, area resident David Sims was shocked and a little saddened to realize it's short. And I want to tweet it at him. I feel I wonder if anyone has. I just want to tweet it at him with the headline and then the screen cap. And just question mark. And he'll probably, either he'll say, oh, neat. Or he'll say, yeah, that's like the fifth time someone's done this. I bet you it's the latter. I bet you once every probably. like three months he gets a text from a buddy who's just like, hey. Have you seen this? Your name. Your name's here. Is this you? Is this, you're the Onion headline, huh? Very I good. I wonder if, uh, if you search, you can search links on their subreddit. All right, we should probably... Wrap it up, wrap it up. Let's, wrap let's it up. see let's see the end of this bad boy. Yeah, we didn't uh do the tropes quiz this time, but because we're already going. This is already gonna be the longest episode, I think. But um We'll edit it, it down. Was, it'll be it'll be fine. I'll edit it down a little bit, but uh I'm probably gonna keep a lot of this. Hope that's okay. Tell me if there's anything I need to edit in case uh de Blasio tries to come after you. I think it'd be great if I started listing out things, but you could bleep them, you know? You I should change, all those things. like, what I'm saying. You, you yeah. should change stuff. Any instance that seemed a bit too much, you know, use your discretion. If you do 
And then I'll do a string of curses here that you can. Okay. Have you watched? Get rid of all, all of right. that. Get rid of all that. You want me to yeah. bleep all that? So no. Bleep all that is a bit. All right. I'll try and bleep all of that. Um, just, redacted. Uh, redacted. 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 Um, yeah. All right. So if anyone wants to know, uh, I'll look. I'll make that. If I start a Patreon, that can be the first one. The unedited, uncensored, unrated cut of TV Nope's episode ugh, eight or something. The ambiguously Jewish TV tropes page with Brandon Scott Wolf. Um, I love when they used to release those uncensored, unrated DVDs to Blockbuster, and it was always just like, oh, we let them say tit now. Like, they changed, like, one thing. Did you oh, ever yeah. see to uh, the, the movie? They, they gotta give the masses what they want. You gotta give them the word tit. That yeah. makes sense. Did Which you ever movie? see... Uh, I was gonna say, did you ever see um, Sex Drive? No, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of Sex Drive. Uh, it's like a whatever. It's like a fine comedy it's got seth green and uh clark duke i think and other people mm -hmm. it's like okay it's you know one of those comedies like a sex comedy where you think the people the cover would have uh, the two main characters being viewed through like a woman's legs you know what i mean from behind yes. um and but one thing they did that was funny is for the unrated one the directors were like do this little thing beforehand where they're like too many unrated editions aren't that much different from the regular movie that's why we've loaded our unrated edition with more tits and they have like a naked woman and more cock and it's got jai with just like a huge penis and he's like you know showing it off like vanna white or whatever and uh they just have random nudity inserted throughout the movie <laughs> It's a smart it's way just, of doing it. It's a fun yeah, bit. Yeah, it's just like a funny – it was like a good bit. I was like, oh, this is, this is fun. I'm Like, it's nice when people uh, do – Just the background actors naked just walking by. It's like just random the... naked. It's like it's yeah. just like superimposed. Like there will be like a naked person just like walk across the screen. Like it's just – It's a great like, bit. Yeah, that's, that's fun. A fun. That's bit. a fun bit. Yeah, why not? Especially um, in the turn of the century like Euro trip kind of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah uh nice but this is you know this has been a fun episode so i'll uh obviously i'll bleep out that uh past part like i was saying if people want to pay for uh patreon we can release the unedited uncut version of the uh brandon scott wolf ambiguously jewish tv tropes page which is what everyone and, wants uh, right That's, yeah uh do we do the random trope page are you still doing we that? didn't do you want to do it we i mean we can do it it's going to be a long episode but if we if people if you think people will be upset let's do it let's do hey. I got a random trope for you. Robot master. Oh, that's from Mega Man, right? Is that just from Mega Man? If he's a mad scientist, this skill will probably manifest as an ability to effortlessly manufacture mecha mooks in bulk. What's a mecha mook? Robots don't have to be his only area of expertise, but he's a robot master if robot oh, making is far making and away robots. his I most see. commonly displayed skill. For instance, Dr. Doom is a scientist who builds robots periodically, but fellow Fantastic Four enemy, the Mad Thinker, builds robots virtually every time he appears. Get a new bit. Mad Not to be thinker. confused with Mega Man Robot Masters, though this trope does apply to their creators. Interesting. Oh, see? Yeah. I call All right. Well, I've got one for you. Tailfin Walking. Tailfin Walking. Yes. Walking. I guess that's like uh, 
characters that use their tail to walk like yes. none of them are coming to mind but i would guess like i don't know like a lobster in a cartoon you you are dead on yeah um it is uh yeah it's like they got jabberjaw there right that makes sense okay um, Je- jellystone coming out on hbo max soon interested in seeing oh. how that turns out that's uh got is that Jabber- like a dark take on uh jabberjaw yogi bear, yogi bear boo boo the whole yeah. gang is back you know and they're they're hanging out in jellystone what about um bedmate reveal bedmate reveal uh yes. that is one person is having a conversation it's usually like wrapping up a movie or it's wrapping up a tv show sitcom and then it's a pull out moment to reveal who's sitting next to them is someone that they're like oh who are you yeah yeah it's like it goes over it's like they wake up in the morning and they're like oh and they look over and they're like what yeah oh yeah. what did i do last night um whoa de blasio and he's like yeah you got your vaccine so i Everyone's said i love you if you want and you're like thanks de blasio and he's like you're welcome now i'm off to the next place to get people vaccinated please make sure to bleep all of the de blasio stuff we do not need to get sued these are all in jest. No, I'm this I'm leaving that in. He's term limited. Satirical. No, the de Blasio. I'm bleeping the other stuff, but I'm leaving in the uh, the de Blasio stuff because he's term limited. There's nothing he can do. This he's... random trope is just cool bike. It's literally nice. A, a cool bike. If your hero is a loner or an action uh, star, you you usually see them with a cool bike um good i say yes all right this has been a good episode what's well, been an episode we've tried well, this has been we've fun. tried our I best think we had we've fun. tried I think this is fun i think we have fun uh loose stuff um and if three submit... different people say we want you guys back talking about more things that are ambiguous i'll be there yeah we can cover the, the ambiguously christian page next if not all right, you tell us. If not, then maybe we'll just cover uh, one of those other Jewish pages. Do you want an ambiguous page or a Jewish page? Tweet. Tweet at me. Whether you're in India, UK, Europe, or the US of A, some of you are downloading this, and I assume you're not all bots. So even if you're bots, tweet at me. I'll click the link for a deal on shoes or those galaxy lights or that one vibrator that people uh, – Sure. Sun, sunglasses. I always sunglasses. get them for sunglasses. That's a big one. Sunglasses yeah. is a big one. All right. This is going – this is – we're getting close to almost a two-hour episode. But not really. I mean we're 20 minutes from that. But still, uh, Brandon, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed. Go get your vaccine. I personally uh, won't blow you because uh, I'm not like – but your local mayor, maybe. Maybe they will. If and Even if they don't, get it anyway. It's really important. Get your vaccine. Thank you for having me. Yes. Uh, follow me on the internet. Good... Yes. Oh, sorry. I follow am. Brandon. Yes, 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 yes. Is there anything specific you want to plug? Or follow Brandon Scott Wolf or you're on Twitter. Just say your th- say your things. You can just Google my name. It's Brandon Scott Wolf. I'll show up and uh, you can click on whatever you'd like or not like. And uh, let me know if you enjoyed this ambiguous uh, Jewish episode. And if you, if you didn't, uh, don't let me know that. Yes, only let us know if you liked it. Um, uh, 
And, uh, yeah, you, you know, I'm at Andrew Tave on Twitter. Follow the at TV Nopes podcast Twitter account, too. And, uh, wow, good night, everyone. Whether you be ambiguously Jewish or ambiguously Gentile, you're okay by me.